Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Align with Lina. And today, I am really excited to bring to you somebody that I actually am going to get to know him right along with you. And as you know, all of the guests that I invite to Align with Lina is because I believe that they have exhibited a certain uh quality they live their lives based on alignment with source they they operate in that frequency of what i feel is a real journey a real experience of their alignment with source however they describe it as you know it doesn't matter if we call it god source spirit it doesn't care what we call it it just wants us to connect with it to align with it so please join me in welcoming antonio Arillo, is that how you pronounce your last name? Arillo. Arillo. Okay, I'm saying it more in the Spanish way. Spanish, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, because I just found out that we are we have similar heritages. As you know, my audience knows I'm from the Dominican Republic. I just found out that Antonio's also has some Dominican and Puerto Rican heritage. So that to me is so cool because it's just fun always connecting with some Latin. Latin blood. So Antonio, thank you so much for being here with me today. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. So I'll start with the same question I ask everybody. And that is, when did you begin to realize that there was more to life than what you have been taught in school, in church, in your community, in your upbringing? When did you begin to go, hmm, there, there's got to be more. I'm feeling more. There's something calling me into curiosity about what more is there. Well, um, I was a Christian for over 16 years of my life. And um, I was always the kind of person that always wanted knowledge. So I would... Uh, study the Bible, especially the Old Testament, the book of the prophets, because I always wanted to like understand the deeper things of uh, the spirit world, but through the Bible, you know, so that was my deep at the time, you know, that was uh, the way that I connected with what I perceived as, you know, um, God or the spirit realm or just something deeper, you know, <clears throat> and I went through a series of uh, churches, you know, in my time. And one day I got kicked out of one church because uh, I questioned a lot of the things that they were teaching. I just, something in my soul, I didn't really understand it at the time, but something didn't sit right with me with how things were taught. Um, and it wasn't until I got out of that and I got into the truther community. So I got involved into Facebook. I think it was around 2014, around there. And that's when um, I got introduced to the truther community and the spiritual community as well. And uh, that really, that's where um, my perception of reality began to basically expand. And so I met a couple of people who were very spiritually in tuned, right? There was this uh, one lady in particular who's still my friend today, um, very clairvoyant, very psychic, you know, and I was still very religious. <laughs> so um, she basically told me a lot about myself that I didn't tell anybody. And I was like, I thought she was a witch, you know, <laughs> and that Christian programmed mindset, anything that doesn't have a Jesus label on it is basically considered witchcraft or, you know, a doctrine of the devil, just anything that is evil, you know. So this person really helped um, awaken me to a broader reality, right, that I am more than just... Um, you know, a person who knows the Bible, I am more than just someone who is saved, you know, and I realized that there was a lot more to reality than what I had thought, you know, so I went through a very hard four years of deep programming from the religious structure. And that is a very deep programming to break out of. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. very tough, you know, so, um, 
um, you know, I met other people along the way who were also very, very in tune, who had helped me understand a lot of things about myself, uh, spiritually speaking, and helped me awaken to my multidimensional aspects, which I guess we can get into later on in the conversation. And, um, you know, over time, I started to tap into things myself with practice. And I, I, I began to access certain levels of spiritual energies or high dimensional energies. And that's when I started to, you know, create services, you know, post um, information out there of what I was receiving spiritually, which at the time, I always felt like a lot of what I was posting like five, six years ago was was ahead of its time, you know, because the collective was just resisting all of it, you know, and right now people are very receptive to the information I was sharing like five years ago, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I realized, um, you know, that the collective was just in a certain phase of awakening and I was just planting seeds, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just realized that I just needed to, I mean, it was, kind of frustrating sometimes when you're trying to, you know, um, you know, give certain perspectives that you feel deeply will help a lot of people, but they're not at the, I guess, vibration to really be receptive to it. It's, it's kind of frustrating. But uh, now I'm basically speaking the same thing I was speaking five years ago, and people are very, very, you know, happy to receive it, you know, and um, creating courses and spiritual sessions and services for people. And um, yeah, so it's, it's been a, 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 a kind of a rough journey, <laughs> but very, very enlightening. Um, I am a completely different person than what I was like six years ago, seven years ago. And um, looking back now, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I, I, really, <laughs> I really don't like the person I used to be because I would literally condemn people, um, you know, with the Bible, just try to, you know, uh, Jesus slam dunk him and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yes, I, so I get it. I totally get your journey and, uh, so many things that I want to touch on like you, I had to go through a deprogramming. You know, I grew up in the Dominican training Catholic, uh, half my family is, you know, the Latin side, the other half was Italian and Irish. So I had the, the Bible, you know, Christianity, Catholicism all around me. And I had to go through a deprogramming as well about uh, the religion that I was taught that like you growing up, some things just did not make sense. And I so I've been on my journey for 20 years and I've been now teaching coaching uh, for the past 15. So I totally completely understand what you're saying when you look back and you see the person you used to be before you begin to expand your your consciousness oh my gosh yes i was a judgmental know-it-all uh better than thou blah 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 you know listen to me i i've got all the answers kind of a person and then then comes the journey of shifting your perception and then comes the the beautiful process of being pummeled into humbleness because yeah. you know you get beaten up and 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 it's just part of the journey but something that you were talking about that i i would love to tap in into you said you got into this truther and spiritual community say a little bit about that because my generation uh and, and I'll, I'll be 60 this year my generation we had a relatively long time to come to understand the truth. We had, you know, many of us, a lot of my, my students, my clients have been at this for decades, you know, three, four, five decades of entering the spiritual journey, what, what they would call new age. Mm -hmm. So lots of time to acclimate for those who are ready to acclimate for the shift that we're in the middle of. But so many of the young people like you, uh, even including my children, 
it's happening a lot faster and they are they have found uh, communities like you were saying Facebook social media they have found through the internet the ability to connect to groups that somehow the because of the frequency I'm gonna say the frequency of the asking because when the asking comes from a higher frequency the receiving happens faster has been the way that I've, I've experienced it say a little bit about how you discovered this community and what what were the things that were being shared that allowed you in such a relatively short period of time to shift your perception because as you said the deprogramming that is really hard to do to unplug from the matrix is extremely difficult unless you are ready and you find yourself in a community that's vibing pretty high that activates the speeding up of of mm -hmm. the shift okay so I first got connected to the spiritual community and then shortly after then the truth of community with all the research and you know all that stuff so with the spiritual community of course um, it happened with um, you know the people that I met who were very spiritually in tuned and uh, they were saying they were actually um, recommending that I look up some videos you know of certain things that I didn't quite understand because I was just trying to seek, you know, understanding at the time. And so that's when I found a lot of um, spiritual videos and things like that and uh, people just talking and uh, sh just sharing many perspectives about con uh, just raising your vibration, consciousness, uh, shifting your perception to a much higher vibration and just, you know, those basic concepts. And that's really how I how I um, got myself involved with the spiritual community. And I started to um, find spiritual groups and I got connected with many, many people who are my friends today um, in the spiritual community. And uh, I've made a lot of very close friends. I've had a lot of um, some <laughs> crazy experiences. Very Some were very negative dealing with um, multi-dimensional um, like negative energies and entities. I know that's a very controversial topic in the spiritual community is negative entities, but that's real. <laughs> well, but that, uh, that is something that we do have to uh, come to understand yes. when you're ready. It makes sense. Maybe in the yeah, beginning, definitely. it doesn't make sense, but yeah, let's touch on that in, in a second for sure. Yeah. So, um, so with the spiritual community, there's a certain, you know, there are certain things that comes with the territory and we don't really get to pick and choose what exists. It's more what you attract. What exists just exists, you know, whether we believe it or not. It's what your vibration, you know, attracts. Um, which is determined where you're at in your journey, um, your level of perception um, and your growth, how many, uh, you know, your lessons and things. So it's determined by many, many um, factors. So with me, I began to, because I'm a warrior by nature, right? So there is a part of me that is very much, I like to, um, how should I say, fight the things that are trying to enslave humanity, whether it's the system or negative energetic forces, you know? So with me, I went through a phase of attracting many negative entities because that was my learning lesson in how, you know, understanding how these things work, how they affect people and basically how to deal with them, you know, because that was my specific, because it has to do with my specific mission. Not everyone's mission involves fighting a bunch of malevolent entities, but it but it is good for everyone to acknowledge their existence at least. At the very least, just acknowledge that they exist, you know? But let me um, let me let me say something here. Um, because what you're speaking of, and sorry to interject, but that's fine. I just kind of want to tie some things together with with my audience. What you're speaking of, these malevolent entities, when you look at it from your perspective, mm -hmm. it is no different than from my perspective, people who are judgmental, who are greedy, who are selfish, 
So there is that, that frequency that mm -hmm. all of us have to face to be able to say no to something that is not serving us anymore. Right, so, right. So, so I just kind of wanted to put that in perspective that it's the same thing, but we all experience it, as you said so perfectly, at the level that we're supposed to experience it for our own particular lessons. So all of it, it can, can be generalized and we have to pull what makes sense to us so that we can receive the, you know, the, the brilliance of what Antonio is sharing. So please continue. Yeah. So, so there is many, um, phases that we go through in experiencing negativity, right? So on a more human level and emotional level, we experience a lot of judgments. We experience rejection. We experience, um, people, you know, name calling and just, um, psychological abuse, you know, narcissism and all of these things. And that's one form of malevolence, right? Mm -hmm. Is through our human actions, how we behave, uh, what we say to people, how we treat people and things like that. And then there is another form of malevolence that comes in the form of, um, psychic attacks. So you don't even have to be talking to somebody, but you feel something like hit you, like hit your psychic field. There is those who practice, there's, there's a black magic community. And then, uh, so there's a whole experience I had with that, where I got sent to the hospital because, um, <laughs> I was being attacked a lot by, um, by people that were casting a lot of curses on me. So that's a whole nother, um, yeah field of malevolence that um, many people um, experience, not, not, not everybody. So for those who have not experienced that stuff, you know, <laughs> very fortunate because <laughs> it's not fun at all, you know? And so because I was tapping into a lot of um, spiritual energies and things like that, it really disturbed a lot of, um, a lot of operations of many spiritual entities. So when I say entities, it could be people or it could be um, interdimensional beings. So that that means, you know, like spirits or ghosts or poltergeists or whatever, you know, is those kinds of beings that that operate through many people who who work in the dark arts. So it could be witchcraft, it could be, you know, voodoo. I know that's very controversial for many people, but there are many spiritual practices that invite a lot of negative energies and negative spirits. And uh, it's really good to uh, stay away from that um, because it is not good for your health. So one day when I was um, doing a lot of spiritual work, and I guess I'll get into, you know, what I do, um, but I began to get psychically attacked, um, by, um, what many people would call demonic, um, spirits and where I felt my energy being drained, like literally in less than 24 hours, I was, I was drained. Like my energy felt drained. I, I had pains all over my body and I, I called the hospital and, um, I, um, so I got sent there. And I was on antibiotics. They gave me all kinds of medicine and nothing was working. But I had some spiritual friends who literally did some energy clearing on me. And I got better in literally less than five hours. I was back to normal again. You know? I, I, yes. And what you're saying is is uh, a very well-known practice in, in my circles. I, I have a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues that are energy healers, and many of them do the removal of entities, not yeah. only from a person, but also go to people's homes, people's yeah. properties. And this is part of, um, you know, obviously a, a much bigger conversation, but when we begin to move out of the programming, we begin to open ourselves up to a whole bigger world than what we thought was, was there. And in many ways, staying inside of the matrix and inside of the programming of how things should be mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. is, is in a way part of what this, I'm going to call it more sinister aspect of, of that's possible in this universe. And even though we're going to talk about Christ consciousness, because obviously that is about love, 
-hmm. That is also a recognition that because of our free will, we can do sinister and malevolent things and opening up our minds. So I'm going to invite anybody who who is listening to this conversation and these things either for the first time or you're a little doubtful keep an open mind because there's a lot going on that we have not been privy to and until we can be with all that we hear and not have a reaction we really haven't given ourselves permission to be open to a lot that's going on and right now at this time in this great awakening that we're in the more you know of what's happening, the bigger picture, the easier it is, is going to be for you to navigate it with awareness and, and stay grounded in, in your own center. But there is a lot going on that most of us are not aware of. So thank you so much for, for what you're sharing. Please continue. Yeah, it, it, it is important to keep an open mind with this kind of information <clears throat> because there aren't any what most people you know in in our logical mind would consider factual you know but um facts what is factual really is subjective to be honest with you because if something is happening happening in a multi-dimensional realm um and it's true for you and for other people then it is factual so i really feel like we need to expand what we believe to be facts you know what i'm saying so <laughs> but anyways i just wanted to throw that in there but yeah definitely very important to be open-minded because a lot of this information may make a lot of people uncomfortable it may trigger a, a lot of people's um, belief systems it may even scare a lot of people you know because many people are we are programmed to be afraid of the spirit realm we are programmed to be afraid of the dynamics of how the spiritual realm works and this is why many people create many comforting beliefs surrounding just reality as a whole you know where they exclude the bad and they just want to entertain you know this um sugar-coated you know fluffy rainbow perception of reality all the time when that's not the case because we live in a dualistic universe we live in a dualistic reality and people just need to accept that and 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 come to terms with that and for many people that's very difficult you know because mm -hmm. you know they're afraid and uh there's trauma involved you know and many People who don't want to at least acknowledge that there is, that we do live in a dualistic universe and reality, those are people who are typically um, not looking at themselves deeply, you know, because when you begin to look at yourself deeply, you begin to see um, things that you might not like, you know, about yourself and things that you'd be like, oh, I really don't like that, <laughs> you know? Um, and you begin to really spend time with yourself. You begin to understand the shadow. You begin to understand um, the traumas and the programmings that we have, um, the programmings against ourselves to really hate ourselves, to, you know, um, to disconnect our, to be disconnected from our own hearts and things like that. So being open-minded to information that makes you uncomfortable um, helps overall in, in anyone connecting deeper with themselves because, you know, rejecting spiritual information that makes you uncomfortable is a sign that is a reflection of people not looking at themselves as deep as they could be, you know? Totally. So, yeah. Completely. What, what you just said is such a key point um, the, the teachings that I do, I, I have for, for whatever reason, my journey, this, this lifetime is to teach the thing that is the least sexy in spirituality. And that's to understand our egoic mind, to enter right. into the shadow, to look at the part of us that blocks the light, to absolutely mm -hmm. first befriend that part of you that, right that creates that protective shell, but then see that that is the very prison that keeps you from actually accessing your own light. Um, so what you're saying is so spot on and many in the spiritual community and in the spiritual community that I was in for a very long time is a light chaser. 
that is avoiding seek, seeing their shadow, that is avoiding darkness. Because as you said, uh, we buy into this, this all love and light and positivity. And I only want what, what's, you know, unicorns and, and crystals and, and which is all beautiful and wonderful. But if that is the only thing that we view as a reality, as you're saying, it denies the very thing within us that is casting out the darkness that is participating in keeping the world in the state of, of insanity that it has been in. However, thankfully today, no matter how much we deny that darkness, we it, it, it's not going to have it doesn't have the power that it once had because many of us have come inside and seen that that darkness is coming from within us, accepting our, our, our part in the perpetuation of this dynamic of divisiveness of, of, you know, we're in this bifurcation for a reason. So mm -hmm. share how, how did you seeing all of those entities, seeing the darkness discovering all of that, how did you then shift towards that, that beautiful Christ consciousness that I, you know, that I so feel and read and sense um, is what you're teaching people to get to, but you can't get to that if you don't, you know, if you don't understand and face your, your darkness that blocks that Christ consciousness. Yeah. So um, I was beginning to see in dreams, in vision sometimes when I would meditate or when I would um, work with people, I would start to see a lot of um, these entities, they look like creatures, <laughs> you know? They look like creatures out of the scariest movies that you can imagine, you know? And some of them I've never really seen before in movies, you know? So some people can say, oh, well, it's just a projection of what you see in movies. Well, there were some that I never saw in movies before, you know? <laughs> and, um, you know, cause there's many people who try to, you know, give plausible deniability to these things that I, I've seen and experienced, you know? And then I tell them the, case about the hospital you know okay so how do you explain that <laughs> and it's like they really can't you know so they just say well you're just making it up that didn't happen or whatever you know but you know what i i i've come to a point where i'm not really trying to convince people of anything anymore you know as i first started off doing because that's where it gets very frustrating and i don't think that we need to try and convince anybody of anything we just I feel like we just need to um, just share our experience and share what spirit shows us and what we perceive as truth. And, you know, whoever resonates good, whoever doesn't, then, you know, that's also good too, you know? So um, I've kind of learned just to present my information and just be like, Hey, this is what I've learned. This is what I've discovered. This is what I've experienced. If it serves you good, if it doesn't, that's fine too, you know? So, um, but in terms of like stepping into Christ consciousness, which I call it different things. I call it universal consciousness. I call it sun consciousness as well, which is the name that I channeled a couple years ago when I first um, wanted to create a website. Um, the name came to me, sun consciousness. So when I began to tap into the sun consciousness or the Christ consciousness, I began to have many um, divine visitation by angelic beings and many Christ-like energies, you know, and it began to um, help, help me understand the love, the tremendous love that is out there in the universe and that's all around us because it's it's you know i can talk about malevolence for a long time but i can also talk about love for a very long time <laughs> you yeah. know because i understand both sides so um i began to discover the divine's love for myself and um the father's love for me you know and i began to really tap into other like gifts that I had that was related to the Christ consciousness. So I guess I will 
explain Christ consciousness to, you know, how it makes sense for me. So I know I created a post recently, you know, uh, a couple of days ago on Christ consciousness, but I've been talking about Christ consciousness for a very, very long time. So Christ consciousness is a, you know, it's like, it's a body of consciousness. It's a universal way of thinking. It's universal truth. So it's basically anything, because Christ consciousness also includes the knowledge of how malevolent uh, malevolence works. It's 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 an all-encompassing knowledge of how to live, um, um, how to perceive reality, how to tap into your spiritual gifts, how to deal with malevolence, how to work with people, how to integrate that into your human life, how to be a human. How to be human has a lot to do with Christ consciousness because there's a lot of bypassing that happens where many people focus so much on Christ consciousness and being spiritual that they forget about their own humanity. They forget about their personality. They forget about their own life, you know? So if people have to change their whole persona, you know, or to enter into a whole new way of talking, you know, and all of this stuff because of a belief that they're entering into Christ consciousness or because of a belief that it makes them more spiritual, then that is not really, that's not Christ consciousness. You know, Christ consciousness is being yourself. It really is just being who you are, you know, on a human level, integrated uh, with the spiritual as well. So what I mean by that is that, you know, Christ consciousness is, is dealing with your traumas, healing yourself, loving yourself, looking at yourself, dissecting yourself and working and just sitting there with yourself and also bringing the love and the light and the attention that, that you, that, that your trauma needs, right? Like that is Christ consciousness in order to be a, a well-rounded human being because a well-rounded human being is not just physical, it's also integrating who you are on a multidimensional level, basically integrating the higher energies, the higher uh, way of thinking. But many people take that higher way of thinking as in, oh, you only have to stay in the higher way of thinking and that's it. It's like, no, you have to bring that higher way of thinking and integrate it within your way of life, mm. you know? Yeah. So, so that you're human, you're not appearing to, you know, appearing to be this, this, this spiritual person, because when I'm, when I talk to people or when I'm just like, just myself, I'm not, I'm not talking a bunch of spiritual terminologies, you know, I'm talking very normal it's, I just sound like a normal person. You'd never think I was spiritual. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I want to touch on what you, what you just said. And thank you, Elliot. Absolutely. Uh, Elliot is saying yes, say yes to who you are. Take off the mask um, to your point, And I'm so glad that you articulated in such a clear way. We, we, there are two aspects to us. I'm a teacher and a student of the Course in Miracles, and that's where it became super clear to me. We have these two aspects. We have that Christ consciousness, that God nature, Buddha nature, whatever you want to call it, and this human egoic side that blocks all of that. And we have to learn how to, number one, discern the distinction between the two, but so many of us who enter this journey and begin to to be exposed to these beautiful things that you're speaking of christ consciousness the light and all those wonderful aspects we spiritualize our ego and unbeknownst to ourselves create this false persona that has a stay as you said all up here in in the higher realms that this is what we are completely denying that we're still judging, that we're still afraid, that we're still in a state of denial of not only the power that we have, but also that Christ consciousness is, is about humbling us down into our earthly experience to bring, you know, it, it's like boots on the ground, love in boots, to be able to be in the world, but not of it, 
And that that is just so, so beautiful the way that you're articulating it, because the space that we're in right now in terms of where humanity is, what I see is going to move us forward is more of us embodying that Christ itself into our humanity so that we experience that human plus divinity. And that's what to me activates humanity. Otherwise, we've just been, you know, continue operating from our selfish ways and not our whole uh, bringing forth what we have into the world. So mm. say more about how you began to experience that in it within yourself and began to integrate it so that it would be who you show up as in, in the world, be in it and not of it. Okay. Um, before I answer that question, I need to plug in my charger real quick. <laughs> Go right ahead. The part of being in the world, in the world, we have chargers and we have to plug things in and we lose power. That's the thing. When we connect with our, our Christ consciousness, we literally connect with the source, the source that we will never be drained from. It's the source that actually not only powers us, but keeps us in a state of groundedness. So this was a beautiful, I just, I don't know if you heard what I said, but this was a perfect analogy for when we connect with our Christ consciousness, we connect to the source that keeps us plugged in always and forever. And we don't lose our charge like our, our equipment does, but go ahead. Yeah. So let me just explain the way that I connected to Christ consciousness and how people can connect to it. It's it's not difficult um, as many people, or it, it it's not difficult or intricate like many people um, try to make it sound. You know, um, connecting to Christ consciousness is first acknowledging that you are loved by the universe and you are loved by the father the mother you know whatever you know buddha krishna like whatever your belief is because a lot of the christ consciousness does tie into many of those things as well you know so um is to really feel that love that you are loved and that you are not rejected by the divine because there is this subconscious um seed within humanity where they feel abandoned mm -hmm. they feel like they've been left alone by the creator you know and because of all the wars and all the stuff that has happened throughout the earth so humanity is feeling like you know where is god where's the creator where is where is you know where's the universe where's the support you know is to you, you know just understand that the love is there and that humanity is entering into a new phase, a new age right now. And a lot of the love was not able to be felt because of the interference that was here for many, many years. And now with that interference being removed, a lot of that divine love that was always there now is being felt. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to tap into that uh, love, that, 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 that Christ consciousness, because Christ consciousness is many things. It's it's not just um, a state of consciousness, which is a big part of it, but it's also uh, grounding yourself in your own body. So Christ consciousness first begins with you. It begins with grounding your energy to your body and really, you know, healing your traumas because as you begin to heal your traumas and develop a healthier relationship with yourself you begin to raise your vibration because what keeps our vibration low is trauma is programming those are anchors that keeps the ship from moving or you know from going anywhere so once you deal with those anchors and 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 remove those anchors you're able to rise you know so it's like you know, weight on a hot air balloon, right? So trauma is the weight that keeps the balloon down. When you release those traumas, that weight, you begin to elevate in frequency and you begin to tap and you begin to, you know, tap into a more 
um, Christed energy or Christ consciousness. So yeah, yeah so th so it really begins with yourself. It begins with 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 developing a relationship with your trauma and i don't mean trauma bonding or to you know wallow in misery or anything like that it means to dissect and understand your trauma well and that I mean. absolutely that is yeah. that you know and i call it a two-step process so i'll talk about your talk about uh, step number one that acceptance of who we are can only be recognized when we look at all of the ways that we have rejected ourselves yeah. and that trauma is looking for love in all the wrong places going outside of us trying to find our worth in money in people in circumstances in accolades in in what others think of us that is that is really truly the 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 most painful part of the journey because that's where you have to face what you're not and we work so hard at creating these personas but they're masks as elliot was saying earlier taking off the mask and that part of coming into acceptance that we have always been all of the love we've ever been seeking we have always been all of the power we have been seeking we have always been all of the source of goodness and potential we've ever been seeking that acceptance is so key and so as you said i love the analogy of of letting go of the weights of the hot air balloon because what we don't understand but as we go through this process is is when it makes sense all of those things that keep us that weigh us down that we think make us safe are actually the things that imprison us into a very small sense of self, a very small life. We actually settle for so little when we are willing to live inside of that old programming. So so you've said that so beautifully. So you discover that and then what? Um, I just wanted to touch on the mask that um, the spiritual many within the spiritual community they tend to have because i had it too at the beginning when i first began stepping out um speaking because you know there is a stage where you try to find your voice right you try to find your flow your i guess your niche in the spiritual community or just find your comfort zone in how you share information and in my process of finding myself, I was, I had the mask as well. I, I, I felt like I had to talk <laughs> a certain way. I felt like I had to um, give up. Uh, I basically put my, my normal personality in a backseat and just, you know, have this persona on camera, like, hello, everyone, you know, much love to you all. And there's nothing wrong with saying saying those things, but if my persona changes because I feel it makes me more spiritual, then that's not exactly right. You know, it's not authentic. You know what I'm saying? And even, you know, I used to say, you know, namaste, nothing wrong with the word, but I always had this cringiness, like, that's not even me. Why am I saying that? <laughs> you know? It's because I was trying to appeal to a spiritual image that was widely accepted, you know, and that is actually very popular for a lot of people, you know. I did but, too. I did too, Antonio. So I'm right yeah. there with you. <laughs> but after a while, when I started to just be myself and just laugh, because I like to smile a lot when I'm, you know, I I I laugh sometimes. Sometimes I shrug my shoulders when I'm talking. Sometimes I. I, you know, I move my head, you know what I mean? <laughs> like sometimes I use profanity too, you know, when I feel very passionate about something and in the moment, sometimes I use profanity and it's just a part of my personality, you know, when I'm explaining something. And in many of my live videos on Facebook, people love the fact that I'm just real. I'm just a real person, you know? And I just say things how it is. And when I began to just say things how it is, I angered a lot of people with the mask, but those who wanted authenticity, they loved me, you know? 
And so, and when I was authentic, I even felt better um, about myself. I felt like I connected deeper with myself because I was, I was channeling who I truly am, you know, as opposed to, you know, just wearing a mask because I don't really trust myself or I feel insecure about myself or, you know, all of these things. So love, love that. Yes. Like you, I, I found that when I let go of that mask, I mean, I, I pretty much wanted to be that stoic, a, what, like a saintly type person, uh, Mother Teresa like. Um, and mm. the only reason I, I didn't turn into a monk is because I don't look good in orange. Otherwise, or brown or orange, or I would have I would have gone that route because, oh my goodness, I'm supposed to be like the Dalai Lama. Um, but what I began to experience is that when I recognize that the source of all that is, Christ consciousness, whatever you want to call it, the source of all that is chose to have a human experience through this body vessel to experience being uniquely the way that I am. And I began to let myself be who I authentically am. That's that's mm -hmm. that saying, become like a little child to enter the kingdom of heaven. As a little girl, I was silly and goofy and and outspoken. I mean, I had in in Latin in Spanish, so many nicknames. One of my nicknames was Candelita. So talk about, you know, hot and spicy and all of those things. When I finally let myself be myself, that's when I actually began to feel the love of God moving through me because I began to realize, to recognize that this presence that could have been anything wanted to enter this body vessel and be exactly as I am, be exactly what I am, be exactly who I show up as. And that's when I began to feel the acceptance of loving me was mm -hmm. by accepting me as I am. And I realized, yeah. wow, this source loves me this way. And that to me was a, a big, big uh, shift into a whole different dimension of not only authenticity, but really understanding that Christ consciousness um, be, be you, be you because everybody else is taken. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like um, if I were to sum it up very simply, Christ consciousness is not spiritual ideas and terminologies. It's you being authentic. That's what Christ consciousness really is. You know, yeah. and through your your authenticity is the light, is your light where, you know, it says, uh, um, you know, sometimes I do reference the Bible because some parts of it has some truth in it. And uh, so they said, shine your light onto the world. Right. And uh, or embody your light or anchor the light. You know, these are things that we hear a lot, you know, and I think I made a video on that a while back about what it truly means to anchor the light. And it's really finding your authenticity. Your authenticity is your gifts, your personality, your heart, you know, your inner child, all of these things. This is your light, your talents, what you have to offer to the world, to people, you know, that's, that's your light. Um, and which is Christ consciousness. Christ yeah. consciousness is who you are, what you have just you being authentically you. It's not an idea of spirituality in your head that you're trying to embody. It's it's just it's just being you. That's yes, what it is. You know exactly. And the Course in Miracles says you are the light of the world. And for somebody to acknowledge and be the light of the world, they have to remove all their fears. They have mm -hmm. to look at that egoic mask. They have to. Um, I had to definitely look at everything that had me fear being me because of how that person would look at me or what that person would think about me or how that person would withhold love or whatever it is that I thought I needed to get from them. So mm -hmm. absolutely. So let, let's use the rest of this time. 
you have that experience of being the light of the world, of being that Christ consciousness. I have that experience. But how do you see that being important in the climate that we are in today? As this world is moving through this great awakening, what has been the importance for you of embodying and walking the talk as the light of the world, as that Christ consciousness? Okay, so it really has a lot to do with um, my personal spiritual mission. And uh, one aspect of that mission is to basically share a lot of who I am with people. And a lot of who I am has a lot to do with, with, um, with spiritual reality, to be honest with you, because I do share a lot of perspectives that help people. Um, I share services to, you know, help people, you know, to clear their energies, to give them readings or, you know, my courses, you know, that is to help people embody their own gifts, their own psychic abilities, and to um, uh, step into a much deeper connection with their higher selves and uh, just with themselves on a multidimensional level. So that is my light to the world. Like this is what I offer people. And through helping people embody themselves, they can also help others embody themselves. And it's like a ripple effect, right? And many people are doing the same thing too. You know, many people are mentoring other people to embody themselves. So it's like, it has a ripple effect where, you know, we all step into our power on some level and which, which contributes to raising the vibration of the planet, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it is, you're doing it. I'm doing it. Everybody is doing it. Yeah. And that ripple effect, eventually a few more lifetimes, we won't need teachers and coaches and, right. and, uh, spiritual, uh, psychics or whatever middle middlemen, because mm -hmm. we will be all be embodying that. So, in today's world, what do you, what, I know it's kind of a, when you have the awareness that you and I have about what's going on, we can talk about what's happening in a very simple way. Mm -hmm. So share from your perspective, what do you believe is happening in the world today and why the, there is such a call for awakening to the truth of who we are and bringing in the you know the, the embodying that christ consciousness more than ever before okay so there are there is many levels or many i guess you could say there's many layers to what's happening you know there is from a truth or perspective and i do want to talk a little bit about like the truth of community um, what's happening is that just on a very basic level, there's a lot of unfolding of truth happening. There's a lot of, um, exposure and disclosure of things that we previously did not know, especially with what's happening, um, in the government, with what's happening in Hollywood, with what's happening, you know, with all this COVID stuff. Now there's, there, there is a lot of confusion you know, and, and it's easy to get confused with information, you know, because this is an information war. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a yeah. huge information war. And um, so I guess what's the most important thing in all this unveiling of information, some is truth, some is false, some is half truths. The most important thing is to connect with yourself because when you do have a relationship with yourself, you're able to observe and dissect the information for yourself and understand what is truth and what is not. Because when you're not connected with yourself, with all the chaos that's happening right now, um, you will just intake all kinds of stuff and just be misled all over the place and you'll just be in confusion, you know? Mm -hmm. So the, the best thing to do in the midst of all this chaos happening is to connect deeper with yourself, you know, just try to ignore social media for a little bit or the mainstream media, take a social media break if you have to, and just really connect with yourself because a lot of what's happening 
is um, is beginning to confuse many, especially within a truther community, because there are certain people that they looked up to, but now they're pushing certain things that just seem very, very sketchy. And um, there is a lot happening behind the scenes that people are not understanding, because this is a big chess game, to be honest with you. And everyone is just looking for truth. Everyone is just looking to understand things. And in their frustration, many of them are things are getting very chaotic and many truthers are fighting amongst themselves, you know, because of all the chaos that's happening. So um, one thing is to really connect with yourself in the midst of all this chaos. Um, what's happening also on a spiritual level is that of course, humanity is purging from thousands of years of programming and because of the massive amounts of truth that it's coming up, it's also really triggering deeply seated programmings within humanity. And people are reacting to it on a subconscious level. It's not just because of the information that's coming out, but because it's triggering something very, very deep within them. And this is with everybody. You know, everyone is is being challenged to um, really, you know, understand what's happening inside of them because what's happening all the time it's not always an update it's not always a retrograde it's not always you know uh um you know you know uh dna activations like people give all these names to things but a lot of what it is is really deeply seated programmings that's like really surfacing and those are things that's been in us for thousands of years within our DNA within ourselves, within our subconscious mind. And um, yeah, I, I hope I answered your question. <laughs> well, no, you you did, but it's, it's that old saying, and I am not a Bible scholar by any means. I mean, I grew up Catholic, but I never saw Bible till I was in my 20s um, at the friend of a Christian uh, family's house. But there are certain truths in there. One of them is as within, so without. So just as we were talking about aligning in, with the Christ consciousness and accepting the truth of who we are, what the world is going through is the result of thousands of years of not being connected to our truth and having a different story written for us that we have been programmed into believing, which is basically give our power away. We have been conditioned to see authorities outside of us instead of like the Course in Miracles says, we only have one problem. It's the authority problem. We forgot that we were created by God to be God, to extend love, to, to be loved, to extend love. And if we all lived by that, that essence of being loving, then God would be the source that we would align with. Not my will, but God's will be done. Who wills for us nothing but happiness. But because we have not aligned with that, and Jesus was telling us that 2,000 years ago, Buddha told us that 2,500 years ago, we're listening to that monkey mind and not the true essence that is within. We have projected all that power onto others because they told us that that's where power was. So we are having to shift all of those beliefs and seeing the government is not caring about us not not obviously not everybody because each person is an individual and they each have their own uh frequency because based on their own connection to god but those who have been in power and have cheated their way into power knew that they were playing a game knew that they were operating inside of how ignorant can we keep the people so that we can take more of the spoils you know so we can take more of the power the money the whatever so yes we are in the middle of as within so without we have to take our power back internally and that becomes a projection of taking it back externally because it's it, they're one and the same you can't see an authority outside of you and know the inner authority within you it's just not possible so it, it is a it's a mirror. It's a projection that we are working through. Um, so what you're saying is absolutely beautiful. Now, you you teach a lot of things. So how can people find you if they want to connect with you as a teacher? Because you're a fabulous teacher. 
Well, they can connect with me on my Facebook and uh, they can also connect with me through my website, which is www.sunconsciousness. Oh, the sunconsciousness.com. Now, do you spell sun S U N S U N? Okay. So the sunconsciousness.com for those of you who are listening to this through uh, my podcast, um, the sun S U N consciousness.com. What are some of the events that you have coming up that people could uh, connect with you on? Well, I do have, um, so I'm currently, I'm about to finish my six month course that began in March. It's going to end in about maybe two weeks from now. And so I'm going to do another one in sometime in September, another six month course. But in between all of that, I'm doing many six week mini courses for people. So those are for people who want to, you know, improve on their psychic abilities or those who want to expand on their healing modalities. So if you have experience in Reiki and other things and you want, you know, and you feel like you and you feel like you want to like just upgrade your spiritual uh, healing tool belt, then um, that's where I work with people. Or for those who are new and just want to, you know, understand healing modalities and just want to start healing too. So I do take people at various um, experience levels and skill levels. Um, and uh, the six week mini courses are things that are taken away from the six month course. So the six month course is basically an overall higher self mastery where I teach people everything, every skill set that I've learned throughout my journey. So whether it's uh, giving people higher self readings, um, using um, high dimensional healing energy, removing entities, remote viewing, um, clearing houses. So this is what I teach people how to do and just various other things as well that mm. I can't name. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I remember going to your website, the, the sun consciousness, uh, com and reading the descriptions. Absolutely beautiful because you really are teaching people skills that not only are, are so important for their own personal journey, but they will serve them greatly as we continue this path. And in each of us that learns to do this within ourselves, as you had said earlier, can teach and, and share with others, whether you take it on as a profession or you just share with the people that you love, you know, your, your closest um, family and friends, so that we can create this ripple effect to expand um, this work in, in, in the world. And for those who might be new to this conversation, you can go to my website, which is linearlando.com. And I have a free course called The Soul's Journey. And it's the six phases from conception to enlightenment. And that breaks down, it's a free course, you sign up for it and it will show you, it's about an hour, a little bit over an hour uh, class but it will show you how we become programmed, how we devolve into the density of the ego, and then what we do to become deprogrammed, how we evolve out of the density of the ego. So that kind of gives you a whole uh, big, uh, I'm gonna say the bird's eye view perspective of what this journey is about. Um, I want you, Antonio, to uh, have the last word. Can you please share with the audience, what would be the nugget that you would like for them to take away from everything that that you have come to learn has helped you? What would be a little nugget, a gem you can leave us with? Gem of a little nugget of wisdom. Okay. Um, because we are entering into a new age, a lot of truth is being exposed. A lot of malevolence is being uprooted and our vibrations are rising and that comes with being open-minded so it's important to be very open-minded to this growth process and not close your mind to something that you don't understand or that you fear and to don't be afraid to be yourself because really the core of all of this of this ascension thing it, it, it really isn't ideas of spirituality is being yourself, you know, because through being yourself, you'll be able to integrate, you know, 
these ideas in a way that does not take you out of yourself, but it enhances who you are instead of just it being a completely just a thing that's not you. Do you know what I mean? So um, just be yourself. Don't be afraid to be yourself. And um, yeah, connect with your with your traumas, you know, understand your issues, um, build a relationship with understanding uh, uh, just who you are, your shadow, because if you want to walk towards the light or the sun, the light will automatically cast a shadow and, and, and that's just, you know, inevitable. So it's important to really understand your shadow because the, the, the shadow holds a lot of keys to your power. It really does. So if you don't deal with the shadow, you won't be able to step into certain degrees of who you are, your authenticity and your power. So the sh dealing with the shadow is the key to being yourself. Oh, thank you so much for so generously sharing your wisdom and spending this time with me and so that our, you know, my audience can get to, to receive from you such incredible wisdom. So please, if you're seeing this on Facebook, become friends with Antonio. And if you are listening to this, go to his website and that's the, the sunconsciousness.com. Uh, please give yourself the gift of receiving what this beautiful soul brother has to share. Everybody has a, is, is a piece of the puzzle. So if yeah. you want to expand your, your awareness of this puzzle, please receive the piece that Antonio is so generously offering. Thank you so much for being here. And I, I'm so grateful that you came to know the truth of who you are and you're just shining that light. So it makes it easier for others to see more clearly the darkness that is coming fast and furiously so that we can say no to it once yeah. and for all. Yeah, thank you for having me. All I want is for people to understand themselves and to understand uh, the reality around them. Yes, beautifully said. Thank you, brother. I will see you around. Thank you for having me. Of course. Bye-bye.